I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to the Wiseman Say Reaction Pod. Sunderland have beaten Bolton Wanderers 1-0 at home. Is that our fifth win in a row at home? I believe it is. I'm Matthew Keeling and we're in Volks Brewery in Roker. And I'm joined by Michael Loff. Hi, mate. Good evening. Good evening. And I'm joined by Richard Easterbrook as well. Hello, Rick. Hello. Did you see this game, Richard? Uh, I saw half of it, probably. <laughs> Uh, didn't watch MasterChef, but no, uh, yeah, no, but yeah. seriously, no, but seriously, <laughs> I saw everything. No, it was. Um, how would we describe it? A hard fought, a ground out win, Michael. I believe. I was saying before the Richard, like before we came on, that I think that game as a whole, it felt like a cut above what we've seen so far. Like I felt like a championship game, like mid table, maybe rather than like a typical yeah. League One win. I think there was plenty of quality from both sides and we kind of cancelled each other out. I think the Bolton, like, they kept on persisting with the way they wanted to play. They were very open, very attacking, and I think so were we. So I think it made for a good game overall and I'm just delighted with the win because I felt like a massive three points. The way that we kind of, like you say, grounded out, the way the fans reacted the full time, the way the players reacted. 100% home record, you can't ask for much more, really. No, I agree. It, it did very much feel like a... An important winner. I thought Bolton were, were actually they were quite good. I, yeah. I thought they were the best side we've played for me. Um, I was certainly more impressed with them than I was with. I know it was the first game of the season, but with Wigan, for yeah. example, um, and they were enor- They were an enormous side, but they were actually technically very good, Richard. I think. Yeah, they played out. I mean, I know the, there were some dicey moments with their keeper. Um, yeah, he's crap. It was hilarious, actually. But we developed him, Joel Dixon. Oh, is that him? Yeah. Ah. Oh, he's pathetic. Oh, he's terrible. Yeah. He's off. But like the, some of the some of the stuff they did at the back was like really hairy. Like I was I was worried for them, even though I'm like the opposition fan. But yeah, we. Uh, what was the question? Well, I was asking if you were impressed with Bolton. Oh yeah, yeah. No, they, they moved the ball from back to front really well. But, uh, oh, that concludes the Bolt Wanderers podcast. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's testament to us that I know it was kind of by hook by crook at the end because we were sitting back a lot. But I do think they get a clean sheet against a team who are free scoring, they play like very attacking football. But coming into the game, I thought we had a good chance of winning, but I thought it might have been a 3 2 or a 4 3 even maybe. And to, I think they keep a clean sheet against them. I think Hoffman, he looked good again. After the Appleton Stanley game where he looked very kind of nervy, I think he had a good performance. I know Doyle does really well to slow him down, there, um, attacker, but he made a really good save towards the end against the three points. Um, he made a good save early on, and he absolutely loved it at full time as well, celebrating the fans. I think I think he could be a really astute piece of business because he looks really comfortable as well playing out from the back, which is what we want to do. I think for me with him, 
it's very much looks like that that Accrington game was just purely down to circumstance, yeah. like nerves maybe. Um, been he'd not really been here a long time, and he was thrown into the team. Um, I thought he was excuse me, I thought he was excellent last week, and I thought he was I thought he was great today. The, the double save for me in the first half, he thought initially, oh, he's fumbled it, but he, he hadn't had he, he kind of reacted more than more than fumbled it. Mick is the resident goalkeeper. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to sound a bit like Rick here, but um, because I sit in like, the south stand, I didn't get a great view of that. Uh, what so, did you think of that? Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I mean, I, I had the, the kind of like, foresight to sit about 20 rows back in the south stand so I could at least see the player. But, um, <laughs> but no, I still haven't seen it back. So to me, it did look like he fumbled it. But if you've seen it back, then you've been here at the time. I, I've not seen it back, but it was in front of me. So I was sort of like... It looked like he fumbled it, but it did come through a crowd of players, and then he's reacted well to that. And he's they didn't basically they didn't score, so it was a, a decent save, wasn't it? At the end of the day, I think one thing I have noticed is that the back the back four look comfortable. Yeah, in front of him. Yeah, yeah. Um, that 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 says everything really about you know they're not they're not balling him out. They're not shouting at him for not putting a, putting a name on it, which you know obviously communication's key for a goalkeeper, and he, he seems to get that straight away and it's obviously it just to, to coin it to, to use it, a cliche he looks like a safe pair of hands but well he does <laughs> hey, no he really does though like, I, 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 I think um, Dennis Serkin I hope that's not a serious I was just going to say that because I think he's up and better and better with every game he plays and I was saying to Richard before we've had players before who have performed well at this level but they've kind of looked flat out to achieve that standard whereas Serkin he like, kind of breezes through games at the moment and the kind of bit of quality for Winchester's goal, the cutback was really, really good. And he's, that running made the other night against Wigan. It, now he's looking like the player that we thought we were getting from Spurs, which is really, which is like excellent. Really, he could be a real coup, and I hope he just keeps on going the way he is. Callum Doyle, like I mentioned earlier, I don't think he had quite as many hairy moments today as he did against Stanley. Um, I know he plays the ball out from the back a lot, but that's yeah. clearly an instruction. But I don't have a problem. With I, I don't at all because that's, that's an instruction. It's what we're going to get from him. Yeah. But I think he looked a lot more composed doing it. Stanley, I think, was the exception rather than the rule so far this season. And Flanagan, I thought he was excellent again today, talking people through the game. When we needed somebody to be that experienced head, that kind of like professional to see it through, I thought he was really, really good. Um, Winchester again getting the goal from fullback, making that run. When have we seen before a fullback making that run to the box? We, we just don't see it. So I think the back four deserve enormous credit. Like I say, one for just keeping the side like Bolton out, who play really attacking good football. And two, as I say, we just look so assured and comfortable at the minute and we're only going to get better the more games these guys get. So, delighted, really. No, I, like, I, look, I think defensively, like, that's an important... Like, obviously, you've mentioned Winchester going forward. I think it's an important clean sheet to get that because it's like... It's, it's a game where I was... All through the second half, I was going, we need another goal, we need to score again because they are going to score. And, uh, you know, I know they, they missed... One of their just men like snuck round the back post and really sh- should have scored, and he missed by miles. Um, but I just think the back four deserve enormous credit. And to be fair, like I don't Bailey Wright when he came on, he, he helped see the game out. A few dicey moments, but we never. I think we never looked the seven minutes of injury time. We never really. I wasn't overly worried during. We were down last week as well, and I think for that entire seven minutes, we were kind of like shit ourselves personally, weren't we? There was inevitability about the equaliser, even though, ironically, we had a lot of opportunity to see that game out no, and get rid right. of it. Yeah. Yeah. 
when when the ball uh, went out into the north stand and was being thrown around, yes. it was about five five and a yeah. half minutes of, of stoppage time. See what the referee did. He he I'm held up his, his, you know, his, he's over there actually. He's come in for a pint. Well, he uh, held held his watch aloft so that everyone oh, could see. Uh, so he was like, I'm stopping the clock here. And he, it was just like very school teachery. Yeah. And he well, played. He was a dick. Well, he played like a good a good minute longer than he should have done. It, it, and we just saw it, it out. Could have cost us. We saw it out no ballet. We did apart from if we hadn't have seen it, I, I, I would have like you know how Brian Clough famously hung Mark Crossley up by a peg in the dressing room. I think I would have done that with Dejan yeah. when he just got the ball. And fair enough, if you have a shot like later on, ironically, you had a shot went out for a goal kick. I don't mind that. No, that's fine. Because the one that, when he went through, yeah, and he just he did nothing with it. He was just like that lad in five aside when you're winning by ten goals with five minutes left and they're just dicking about with it. That was what he was doing. I just, like for me, look, I, I thought he when he came on, I, I thought I was. I don't. I don't want to be. I, I wasn't really that impressed with him to be honest. No, I no, he was like, it was. It was a bit where he like. It's a very small moment, but he, he looked like he ducked a challenge when he was streaming up the left side and the lad coming across him. He just kind of like shit himself and. And just stepped out yeah. of it, which which for me is a red flag. It's like Adnan Yanez. I kind I just of think he's kind of he's clearly technically really good. Like there was that yeah. lovely flick, and then he, the, the annoying thing is when he didn't shoot, he'd beaten him twice. Yeah. Like he's shown, like you've got past him twice. Like just put it in the bottom like, corner. Like, like you threw. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too. Like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Aldi Steen by Bronk, you know, yeah. just beat him twice for the reason. Just, just put him in, just put yeah. it in. Look, I'm not gonna, you can't, I'm not gonna be too critical of him, but I just, just thought, I'm not writing him off. I'm not writing him off. Say something that weird. Uh, no, I can't do that. These people will shout at me. Uh, no, uh, well, who else played? Oh, nine played well, actually. He did. he did. I should say this because people shout at me for that as well. No, he made some really good blocks. I thought, eh. Uh, Oh, Dan Neal had a quiet game, but he, he just... He's just technically just excellent, quality, though, isn't yes. he? Like, he's, like, really, like... It's like Bernardo Silva. Yeah. I don't know what you, you lads think, but I think there's been a lot of harsh criticism, like, I've, when I've gone on Twitter after the game. I see quite a lot... this podcast, I agree, Michael. <laughs> no, I see quite a lot of people, though, saying, that, like, all right, we're sat back and accept it today. And I don't think it was a case of that. I think it was a case of, like, Bolton had a really good spell. I agree. They are a good technical side, and they pinned us for a bit. But I don't think that was necessarily a tactic from us. And I think we rolled it out well. And we had our own chances in the second half. So Pritchard, for example, at the start of the second half... If that goes in, you're winning that 4 yeah, aren't you? Exactly. So I, th- I think it's a little bit harsh to kind of level that criticism at us. Because I oh, think... I agree. Oh, yeah, definitely. That spell in the second half was probably the most pressure we've been under. Like, most sustained amount of pressure. Because, you know, we've played teams like 
when we played Wimbledon they've had little spells Wickham had a spell in the second half when we played yeah. them uh, the same with Wigan at the start of the season they had that spell in the first half but this was uh, the most sustained pressure we've been under for, for a while and you know the fact that they just came through it uh, uh, you know the, uh, the Doyle tackle that, that killed them in the end I, that had echoes of uh, when Pickford made the save in the uh, in the, uh, the the season that stayed up before before the relegation one was it against uh, was it against Everton when he when he made that save and celebrated it? Oh, we got relegated. No, no, we stayed up, didn't we? No, 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 no. He only played in the season we got relegated. No, he didn't. No, he, he had no game with Allardyce, but the moment you're referring to was specifically against Leicester. Leicester one two one. We went down. We went down that season. Yeah, oh, but it's we, pointless. But we won the game. Uh, <laughs> Another great contribution of the <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be taking out the fire line here, aren't I? <laughs> um, who else? What, what else do we need to talk about? Um, I don't know, really. Oh, em- like, so, Embleton was quite quiet, I thought. Maybe. It was, but again, I think that was because we moved him. We are coming to Pritchard, which yeah. I wasn't the biggest fan of, if I'm completely honest. I didn't see enough of Pritchard to warrant moving Embleton from that position. He had a great opening 15. Oh, you can all do that. Yeah, yeah, but he was at... I think he just. I started this podcast well, Richard. That's yeah. He basically played with like R1. Yeah. Yeah. Like for the yeah. first 10 minutes. You're going to tell us now it's L1 for sprint on FIFA, but. It's R2 nowadays. R2. R2. <laughs> Jesus. Daft bastard. Sure, yeah, man. He, he played with triangle very well. He should have scored, though. Which is FIFA 99, he used to sprint with the triangles. So. I used to just press the one way, you could just pack the goalkeeper when he had the yeah. ball in his hand. I was just like running away from L2, the ref. L2, I think. <laughs> On FIFA, FIFA 99, there's a button where you can do professional foul. L2? It's, it's always, it's, I think it's like L2 and R2. Oh, it's I it's love like, that. It's just like, absolutely kill someone. My favourite ever was um, This Is Football, where you could do a deliberate dive. Oh, I love diving. We should bring back more diving. And if you, t- if you timed it right, where like the player was just about to tackle your guy, you press it, you got the pen every time. So it was like a proper like kind of a cheat, almost, about being a proper cheat. Life hack. Yeah, life hack. Hey, um, the substitutions today, though, um, they killed it for me. Yeah, I wasn't a massive fan of them, if I'm honest. I think. I mean, I had an enormous panic when we bought Billy Wright. I was like, "We've already made three, man." Yeah, points deducted. No, I believe um, we will have had a concussion substitute. I believe is why. Well, we must have. I hope. I hope we have it. and I hope we get deducted all of our points. You know, it felt like. I don't know if it, if it kind of coincided with, with Bolton's spell of, of kind of superiority, but it seemed like it looked, a bad time to make all yeah, of those changes. I don't think we, you know, that you, the Yaku didn't really get into the game until um, late on, really. Um, I, I don't know, it just felt it felt like a gamble bringing on three subs at that stage of the game. Even though we had one left, obviously. I guess it was away. two. Like yeah. I guess, I guess it, was, it was making a double change by the yeah. looks of things, and then obviously the still like bringing three three players into a game. It didn't feel, didn't feel like it was necessary, but but we got through it. In so. fact, this is it. It's hard to be too critical yeah. because at the end of the day, it's worked, and you know it's sitting second in the league. I was saying to Richard before, like how many times have we come on and done a podcast where we battered a team and drawn one one yeah. or they not got the win? So today we got the job done, and you know when you get promoted, people kind of have this fixation. I think sometimes that when a team gets promoted, you look back with rose tinted spectacles and think you win every week for your four 0 and you obliterate teams. Whereas actually, even under Roy Keane, which was a very exciting promotion season, there were so many games where we ground there, where we scored only a winner or whatever. 
and that's what's going to be this season. It's not going to be playing sailing as much as we're playing really good football on the front foot. And that's fine. We're going to have afternoons where we're grinding out, and today that felt like a really significant win, even so early doors. For me, I, I was talking to uh, my uncle after the game, and I was like, we would beat Bolton 1 0 in the Premier League. That's yeah. what that feels like. Yeah. It's two teams that are really quite, you know, fairly similar, like in terms of. We were always fairly close to bowling the table and we're probably going to be this season, to be fair. I don't think they'll be far away. Um, and that felt like a, an actual game of football, like rather than like just us playing some fucking morons from like, yeah, like yeah. the deepest, darkest fucking depths of Accrington. It felt like, it felt like a, a side that both sides had played in the Premier League at some point. Well, they actually had some like, fans here yeah, as well. Yeah, they had a lot nice. of fans. It didn't feel like it was their big day out. There were singing songs that kind of alluded to it being their big day out. But so again, that's one of the privileges of being in the world around you don't hear it. There was lots of Sunderland just shit all I want to go home. From Bolton, from from specifically Bolton. From specifically Horwich Park, mate. It's like the service station off the M60. Hello, we all love a service station. Yeah, yeah. I think on that note of service stations and Orange Parkway, yeah. it's time to alight this podcast yeah. at the Before next I get stop. Else wrong. Yeah. Do you want to get something else wrong? I think I've got the motorway wrong. The view from, the view from row three. In the spirit of Gareth Barker, I think it, it would be remiss no, not the not the fact of people who came for Peacock the day. Really good turnout. You were there, Richards. Really good turnout. Ironically, in the front row. I didn't go like this. I didn't want to. No, I did something else. Darren Williams really good, really what good. What time did it? What time did it start? Wait, it started at one thirty. <laughs> a little bit later. But no, yeah. some good. No, some but tales. Good, good tales. Uh, good ham and peas. Good stuff. Did you eat as many as you could? No, I just had one. You should have eaten as many as you could. I told you, you have as many as you could, so that no one else could have any. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and thanks to all the uh, donations to the food bank as well. Obviously, that's uh, much appreciated by all and uh, yeah what else do we need oh we're playing on Tuesday night which yeah, are, yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't really I don't really care about that now anyway that's, uh, that's enough now so uh, thanks for listening It's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.